Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com, and to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. As always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. And I am glad for that. And I am grateful I have no desire to drink today. And I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is absolutely delicious. I want to talk about why I'm not attached to outcomes anymore. Truly. And why it's so easy for me now to stay in step three compared to how I was when I was new. I am a planner. I have always had goals. I've always had visions for what my life's supposed to look like, for how things are supposed to turn out, for where I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to go, with whom I'm supposed to be. I've always had these visions of which job I'm supposed to have, which job I'm supposed to get and why where I'm supposed to be and why. In sobriety, I've become a very driven person. I'm very motivated. I have a lot of passion. I have a lot of passion for life. I'm a very creative type. A musician, an artist. I'm a filmmaker, I'm a comedian, I'm an author, I'm a counselor, I have a lot of things that I have done, do, have pursued, currently pursue. I have had my heartbroken by things not turning out many, 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 many times. Many times I have not gotten the job or the opportunity did not unfold 
or the events did not turn out many, many, many times. I have been devastated by the seemingly cruel hands of fate many times. I remember one time I wrote a children's book and it's really good. (laughs) And I'm really proud of it. And I illustrated it and I wrote it and it, I'm just, I was really passionate about it. I was really excited about it. I told everybody and their mother about it. I sent, I made drafts of it. This is like in the 1800s. So now it's pretty easy to do with the internet, but, um, you know, I gave it to all kinds of people and with people with kids and the people with kids and they loved it and everybody loved it. And I was really just so fired up about it. So excited about it. And then when I was all done with that, I'm like, well, what do I do with this now? How do I get this out there? Again, this is like before you could just put things out there. Now you can just put things out there, but I didn't know what to do. Like I wanted it to be, this is before Amazon was really a thing. Now I have books on Amazon. It's not a big deal, but I was reading about, you know, what's the next step? What do I do with this now? Well, now you got to get, and everything I was reading was you got to get a literary agent. You got to do that. So I try to get a literary agent for, it's like getting into the Waldorf. It's like getting into the mafia. You just, it's just really hard to do. And it was just a, I was just, I just hit a wall. There was nowhere to go that I could find. So it's like, send it to, send it to, um, publishers of, of children's books. So I sent it to publishers of children's books. And then I, to make a much longer story short, I eventually got this book in the hands of like the primo person in my mind based on everything I knew, based on everything I researched, based on everything people had told me. It was just, it was going right, it was going to a random house, or I forget what it was now, but it was going to a big one, the right person at a big place. I was just ecstatic about it. So happy about it. And emailed them the proper, you know, information and sent them the book and all of it. Just so much work went into it. So much work went into it. And months went by and I was just, you know, trying to move on to different things and, you know, trying to focus on things other than that, because that was now officially out of my hands. There was nothing else I could do that I could surmise. I wrote a really nice letter. It was a very thoughtful cover letter explaining everything. 
Finally, the months go by and I get an email back from, I think it was Random House or whatever, something that big. And I was just so afraid of opening. I was so excited. Oh my God, they emailed me back. This is it. And I could just, meanwhile, I was just visualizing how this was going to go. I mean, for these months, uh, the, you know, what I'm not mentioning is that visions peppered into all this, the dreaming I was doing about all this, how it was supposed to look, how it was supposed to turn out, where I was supposed to go with this. I was going to be in stores. It was going to be just this incredible thing. It was going to change my life. And it was a good fucking book. Looking at children's books, I'm thinking this is better than a lot of these. This this is this has a place. So sit down. Oh my god, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna open this email. I'm gonna open it. Oh my god, it's from this person. It's from the head honcho in this department at this big children's book company. You know, this is like years of build up to this moment. I open up the email. And there's three words in it. Not even a hello or a sincerely or a best regards. There's only three words in the whole email. And the three words are, I hate rhyme. So I froze, my heart sank, my stomach dropped. All the stories now were, I'm a failure, I'm a loser. Everything that I had started telling myself when I was very young was just validated by this email that said, I hate rhyme. Time passed and I got over this. And just to fast forward and to make a very long story shorter, I sit here today so grateful for how my life has turned out exactly. It is so much better in every conceivable way than any of my beautiful visions of that turning out differently. It's better in ways I couldn't have understood at that time. I mean, this has happened to me Many times. And it's happened to me so many times that I'm far less attached to how five minutes from now is supposed to go in any way in my life. Because, quite frankly, 
I'm just, I'm, I'm, I love my life. I love what I do, how I do it, the fashion in which I'm able to do it. I feel like I have a sense of purpose. I don't feel confused about who I am, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. I have tons of goals still. I have tons of dreams still. I have tons of ambition still. I have tons of drive and passion still. I make plans right in front of me. I'm sitting in front of a list. There's three things I want to accomplish by Friday. They're kind of on the bigger side of things. This week, looking over the week, I had... I'm sorry, it is Friday. Um, I have until the end of the day to do one of these. The other two are already done. Let me put my glasses on here. So this week I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things. I have notes at the bottom of this page. I have weekly goals. And stuff like this continues to happen still. Very similar story to the story I just told about the children's book happened to me uh, maybe two months ago concerning music. Very similar story. And I just don't care. I'm just not upset about it because I trust God. I really do. I've done everything I can. God will either say yes or he'll say no. And that's it. Not. Things have turned out so much better than I ever could have imagined. Check out this sweet action. You ready? I mean, just to put this into perspective a little bit more, if any of these plans I'm talking about had worked out, I would not be talking to you right now. I never would have done this. This podcast has brought people into my life permanently. And they know who they are. This podcast has changed my whole life. And this podcast was never my plan. And it actually happened because my really beautiful plans didn't work out. My plan was to never have been talking to you. So if hearing that helps in any way, with any plans you're attached to, that makes me glad. Page 100. First full paragraph. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. (sighs) 
I want to give a shout out to Mallory. I want to give a shout out to Wes, to Ross, to Dr. Wu, to Richard, to Katie. Special shout out to Chelsea and to Dave. If anybody needs to hear it, everything is okay. I know it. Might not feel like it, but it is. Check out the new book, Cruel Truths. A children's book for adults only. I'm very fond of it. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com to see the other books or just go to Amazon and what else? Write to me, sarcasticbigbook at Gmail. Message me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book if you have sick humor like I do. Follow me. do some shapewear thing for a friend it's called guyceps it's just about like this shapewear for your biceps stupid all right i'm out of here i do not know why my life was saved but i'm gonna go try to live a life that was worth saving and i hope you'll do the same